This is KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzei Torah. In this winter semester, we'll be sending out a series of shurim on understanding minhagim, different minhagim of Rabbanim uh, in the last uh, couple of generations, be delivered by Harav Benjamin Tavoy. The shiur today will discuss minhagim of Matzai Shabbos. We'll begin with Havdalah and hopefully continue to other minhagim as well. In the Sefer called Halichas Hagrach, Minhagim of Reb Chaim, it says that Reb Chaim's custom was to stand for Havdalah. And he used to explain that Bari Priyagefen of Havdalah is not the same as the Bari Priyagefen of Kiddush. In essence, a person need not make a Bari Priyagefen to be Yotzei Havdalah. There is a din that Havdalah should be alakos, but the purpose is not to drink the wine to have the wine. The purpose is rather to make Havdalah, but Havdalah should be said alakos. Havdalah, therefore, is basically not a Birchas Hanani at all. It's only a Birchas HaMitzvah. And since it's a Birchas HaMitzvah, it would be preferable to say a Birchas HaMitzvah while standing. He quoted a Chuvas Rashi in the Sefer HaPardes that a person who was not, who did not hear the Bari Priyagefen in Havdalah fulfilled the Mitzvah because the Bracha is not actually part of Havdalah. Now, this was written very succinctly in Halichas Hagrach. Rav Shechter, in his Sefer, Eretz HaTzvi, has a rather lengthy descri- description of the difference between Kiddush and Havdalah according to the way Reb Chaim understood it. And he said, he quoted a Tosfus in Brachas that said that Me'ikar Adin, you should sit down for kid for Havdalah. Because that would make a Kviyus. In general, we always talk about Kviyus. A Kviyus should be said, done seated. And, and since I'm being Motsi people, in what we'll see in a minute, in what, you should be Bikviyus. The Sefer, Rav Shechter quotes the Sefer, Birchas Harosh, explains that that's referring to a case where everybody wants to drink the wine. Because if it would just be to have, uh, to be Yotze with Havdalah, you don't need a Kviyus. And in fact, he quoted a Chazonish that asked the question, since you don't have to drink, why would you have to have a Seba? A Seba is only for Birchas Hanemin, to make it a Kviyus. So, the explanation that Rav Shechter gave is based on what we just learned, that by Tosfit, that there's a distinction between Kiddush and Avdala. The bracha of Baripi Agefen by Kiddush, you say, is one, in essence, a din in, in, in Birchas Hanenin in Kiddush, but not the same as the Birchas Hayen of Avdala. And he goes on to explain, in his Sefer Eretz Hatzvi, but he does not mention here, at least I didn't see that he mentioned, that according to this, it would make sense to sit for Hav, to, to stand for Havdalah on 
Motzei Shabbos. In fact, there is a very interesting comment by the side of the Vilna Gaon. In Simen Chafei, in Hilchas Tfilin, in Shulchan Aruch, the discussion there revolves around the question, when you put on Tfilin, do you put them on Meyushav or The Ramah has a custom. He brings a custom based on the Zohar that you put on Tfilin Shoyad while you're seated and Tfilin Shorosh while you're standing. But the custom of the Ashkenazim, as quoted by the Ramah, is we say everything, we put on both Tfilin Shoyad and Tfilin Shorosh standing. The Gra, in his comment, I won't go into the first part of the comment, the second part is, you, the din of Me'umad is only by Sfrasa Omer, by Tzitzis, and by Tfilin. Nishum Dechsiv Lachem. In all those cases, Usfaitem Lachem Imachras HaShabbos, V'asulam Tzitzis, Gedilim Ta'aselach, V'ayalachalaosayadcha. In all those cases, it says Lachem. And the Gra'an understood when it says Lachem, it means Ba'amida. And then he adds an interesting comment. V'kasaf, the Lachem, Noagim, he quotes that Lachain Noagim, Lahavdil Mu'umad. And that's why the custom is to stand while you make Havdalah. Dechsiv, Vivdaltem Lachem. But then he quotes, the Tosus says, Lahavdil Miyushav. The Tosus that we said before does say Miyushav. But the Gra here in Hilchas Tfilin mentioned Derech Agav that the custom is to make Havdalah Mu'umad. Rav Steinbach, in his Sefer on Shuvas Van Hagos, said that in the book of Malas HaSulam, they testified, they brought testimony of Reb Chaim Valashner that he stood in time in Havdalah, and he said that was the minig of the Gaon, to stand up for Havdalah. This seems to be one of the things, one of the customs that some people do this way, some people do the other way, but it could very well be that Minik Mishpacha here should be the determining factor. Rav Steinbach also pointed out that they say that the Biskarav, the son of Reb Chaim, stood for Avdala, which fits in with what we said before. However, he gave other people to drink the wine. Now, we just said when you other people drink the wine, it should basically be a din in yeshiva of kvius. So, it would be strange of the custom to stand if other people drink the wine, because then you need a kvius. But in general, to be Yotzei Havdalah, it would seem that you could be Yotzei Havdalah either by Midah or by Yeshiva. Perhaps it's better to say, uh, according to Bamida, for the reason of the Vilna Gaon, perhaps it's better to say Yeshiva because of the Tosvis, because of Kvius. But I do think in this particular case, Minig Mishpacha would be a, a big factor. Another custom of Havdalah that I'd like to mention is a well-known custom that women do not drink from Havdalah. When I was a little boy, people used to tell me, women don't drink from Avdala because they'll grow a beard. Now, of course, that is not at all the reason 
for such a custom, but it is interesting to see where this custom came from. There are sources that say that women do not shrink from Havdalah, and most of them are based on Kabbalistic sources. The Magen Avram in Simon Resh Talivav quotes the Shalah that says that since Adam Harishon ate from a grapes, the sin of the, that we somehow have this popular understanding that it was apples, was really not apples, was grapes. Since the, uh, the idea was to somehow cause a person to do some sort of havdalah, separate himself from something by drinking this wine. So women don't drink havdalah. And Talsus in the Gemara Brachis has the one opinion that Adam Arishan actually ate grapes. And therefore, somehow, so, so seems to be a Kabbalistic reason, you don't make havdalah on, you women don't drink from havdalah. It's true they drink from Kiddush, but that's not a concept of havdalah. And the havdalah that was created by drinking wine is a sort of a remez that women don't drink from havdalah. However, there were people that tried to explain a little bit of a more lumdisha reason why the custom developed that women don't drink havdalah. It was said in the name of Rebisa Zalman, and this is quoted in the Tshuvas of Rabbi Tzipasach Frank, in Orachayim, Sim Kufnan Dalit, it says that there is a machlokas if women are chayiv and havdalah. Since there is an opinion that women are chayiv and havdalah, I'm sorry, since there is a, an opinion that women are not chayiv and havdalah, so... You make a bar priyagefen, and the woman answers amen. But then, after you make the priyagefen, you make a bracha on the besamim, on the on the candle, on the light, and then you make the bracha hamavdil bekarish lachol. So, and the woman says amen. If she's not chayiv in that bracha, then it's considered a half sick between the bracha of bar priyagefen and drinking, and therefore. Men who are chayiv and avdalah, the amen is not a hafsik. That's the way they instituted avdalah. But if a woman's not chayiv and avdalah, since she was mafsik, it would not be appropriate for her to drink from the wine after a hafsik. In the Sefer, Hartzvi, which is, by the way, quoted a whole chapter on the custom of women singing, uh, saying havdalah, is quoted in the Sefer of Avdvorkis. Bishvile Haminak. He has a, a few volumes about Minhage Yisrael. In the third Chelek, which is a lot about Chabas and Yantif, he has a whole chapter about this concept of drinking from Avdallah. And he cites that the Hartzvi argued with Rebbe Sizalman, and the, 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 the Hartzvi, Rebbe Pesach Frank, the Rav of Yushalayim, said, Look, the bottom line is that a woman does make Havdalah. She is Chayev, at least Misafik. So if that's true, since she's considered, it's considered a Chayev, there would be no issue involved 
in the Hefsek. The other sources that are quoted in this article of Rav Tvarkis point out that many, many people did not take this custom very, very seriously. He quotes the Aruch HaShulchan that says many people do not quote the, do not uh, take this minik seriously. And he mentions that in the Trumas Hadeshen, the, the uh, book about the Trumas Hadeshen, of the customs of the Trumas, Hade, Trumas Hadeshen, he would say that he made Avdal and he used to give his wife to, to drink. And in other customs, he said women drank from Havdalah. But, interestingly enough, Rav Shechter quoted this custom mentioned by Rabbi Sezalman, that women do not shrink from Havdalah because of the reason of a hefsek, and elaborated upon this reason. He quotes in his Sefer, B'ikvei uh, that he heard this, Rav Shechter heard it, from Rabbi Shneir Kotler, in the name of his Zayda, in the name of the grandfather of Rabbi Zalman, Rabbi Shneir Kotler, the son of Rabbi Aaron Kotler, who was the son-in-law of Rabbi Zalman, said this whole cheshman, that you shouldn't drink, for, that women have a custom not to drink for Avdalah. Rav Shechter does relate to the point made by the Tzvi. He says, even though we really paskin that women are chayav in Avdalah, lechatchila, it is a good idea to be choshesh, for a sheet, even though we don't necessarily pask in that way. Then Reb Schneier came up with another Chiddush. And that's uh, what Rav Shechter wrote here. We won't go into it too much, but it's just interesting to see how a minig of women became a halachic topic and had ramifications for another topic. But he said that if you hold that Birchas Ha'erusin is a bracha for the chasen, that is a whole discussion by itself. If the Birch HaSe'erusin, who is Yotze with the Birch HaSe'erusin? But if it's a bracha only for the chasm, then we would have the same issue. The Kala, who would say Amen for the Birch HaSe'erusin, would be the Hefsek. And therefore she shouldn't drink from the Birch HaSe'erusin either. Of course the custom is that the Kala drinks from the, from the cup of Erusin. Never heard anyone really raised this issue, and um, I, I heard, I did not hear it directly, but someone told me that in the name of Rav Lichtenstein that he asked Rav Lichtenstein about this, Rav Lichtenstein said, said, a chumrah that we never heard of for so many years is not something that we necessarily should take very seriously. In terms of minag, in terms of discussing minagim, it might be an interesting topic, but lahalacha, I don't think we need take this that seriously. Another issue of Havdalah is to make Havdalah on an electric bulb, a light bulb, or only on fire. Now, Friday night, we have the issue of benching licht on candles. We have not discussed this yet in our in our different shiurim about minhagim, but many people have explained that Friday night you may light candles not only by actual fire, by actual lighting of, of candles, but electricity would be sufficient. You could actually make a bracha on lighting candles electricity. I won't go into the 
pros and cons the various arguments now, but many people paskind, especially in situations where people might not be there while the fire is still lit, uh, like in dormitories, in yeshivas, and uh, when people go away Friday night and come home later, come home when the lights are still on, they can still get benefit from the candles. It might be better to light with electricity because it's not uh, not dangerous. And according to those many poskim, you yotzei. What about havdala? Should havdala be made on fire, or is it possible to make havdala? On electric lights. Rav Shechter brought in his Sefer Nefesh HaRav that the Rav told, said in Shear that Reb Chaim Eizer would specifically make a Boimer Ha'esh, he made the bracha on the candle only on electricity. But the reason for that is he wanted to show, to demonstrate that he felt that electricity has the din of fire. It's Eish Mamish. Why would he want to emphasize this? In order to show you that it's Asr Midaraisa to light electricity on Shabbos. Now, to light electric lights on Shabbos. Now, I'm not going to go into the whole issue of electricity now. But the point of the Rebchaim Eiser is that he felt that electric light is Aish. And therefore, he made Havdalah. Now, a person could argue a little differently. A person could argue that even if it's not Aish, but you're Yodzei because you don't necessarily need Aish. It would be good enough to have light. Like on Friday night, the idea is that there should be Shalom Bayis, the house should be light, lit, and therefore, it seems logical that it not need be candles specifically, but light would be acceptable. But, Mosei Shabbos, we would have to discuss, is it really light? In that case, it's not because that you could, you could use electricity, not because it's fire, but because it's light. And the idea is, you weren't allowed to light the lights on Shabbos. Light, it, Shabbos, it was getting dark, and there was no light. And the idea that now we could light up the house, maybe that's sufficient. In the Halichas Hagrach, it mentions that the, the Reb Chaim occasionally made the Bracha Mareesh on electricity. In the footnotes, he, point, he points out that they use light bulbs, not fluorescents, because, and they explained that he thought that the light bulb was considered fire. I just checked to see what other poskim have said about fire, Matzai Shabbos, and I saw in the Sefer of Ravavad Yosef, the, there is a long uh, series, uh, many volumes, of Yalkut Yosef, which is basically a compilation of the psakim, of Rav Avadya throughout the Shulchan Aruch. And this is a series uh, done by the son of Rav Avad Yosef, Harav Yitzchak Yosef. And he points out that his father went over these uh, books very carefully 
and he gave it his haskama. So in Simen in Simen Shin in Simen Reish Tzadiches, Simen Reish Tzadiches actually is Retzach, and many people don't change the letters around not to make it a a word Retzach, which is murder. So it's printed as Simen Chatzer, Simen Ches Tzadi Reish, and Rav Avadia Paskin here you cannot make a Moreo Esh on electricity or flashlight, and certainly not on fluorescent light. And he said it, that it's a real chashash of a brachal of Atala. And therefore he said the in the shuls, people should be very careful to have wax candles, oil, in order to make a bracha on, uh, on fire, and everybody to be Yotzei B'chuliyama. In the explanation, he brings up four different reasons why it's problematic to make Avdallah, the, to make the Borimeraish on electricity. One, because in a normal fire, when you light a candle, you see the fire directly. There's no covering between you and the fire. In electricity, there's a glass, which is a in between the fire and the person. Number two, Perhaps fire really means fire. The whole idea is Matzai Shabbos. The fire was made by Adam Arishan, so it should be, it should be fire. The third one is very interesting. Of course, in Israel, it's a little problematic. He said, could we make a brach on Chashmal because, on electricity, because let's remember that the electric company has Jews working on Shabbos, and it might be in there that was used for Navera. Again, Rav Avadi will have to give a long explanation and the issue of using electricity on Shabbos in Israel, if it's problematic or not, what goes on the electric company is not my issue. I Today, I just raised this because Rav Avadi mentioned it here as one of the reasons not to use fire uh, electricity for Motzei Shabbos. The fourth reason is he said, perhaps a fire has different shades. When you make a bracha, ma'oreha'esh. In electricity, there's only one shade. And therefore, perhaps the ma'oreha'esh is something that's indispensable for a, a bracha of ner, and it would not be appropriate to make that bracha on fire. So, Based on the opinions that I quoted from Reb Chaim Eizer and Reb Chaim, you could make a bracha on electric lights. Some of the issues that were raised by uh, Ravadya do not apply to them. For example, the issue of, of uh, electricity, of course, did not occur in, in the Chutzaretz where the uh, non-Jews ran the electric plants. In Israel, of course, the issue might be different. On the other hand, some of the other issues could be the same in Chutzaretz as well as in Israel. But the, seemingly the Psak of Rav, of the, of, um, Chaim Eiser and Reb Chaim was the glass in between did not bother them at all. But it could be that they really felt that electricity had the same din as fire and therefore you can make Havdallah on an electric, you can make the Bracha Maria Eish on electric light. One more custom that is also uh, 
perhaps different in Chutzarts and Eretz Yisrael, where perhaps in different shuls, is the question of making Havdalah in shul. Now, in Chutzarts generally, at least based on my experience, people make Kiddush in shul Friday night. The custom generally in Eretz Yisrael is not to make Kiddush Friday night. We won't go into the details of Kiddush. Perhaps another time we'll discuss Friday night Minhagim and we'll get to the Kiddush and Shul. But Havdalah seems to be a completely different issue because when we make Kiddush and Shul today, in today's society, in the world, whether it's Chutzar or Israel, is anybody really Yotze with Kiddush in the in Shul Friday night? That's why there is an issue if you're allowed to make Kiddush Friday night. As I said, this is not today's topic. However, Havdalah does not seem to have that issue. Very often there are people who, for whatever reason, don't go back to their homes to make Havdalah. Sometimes, uh, for example, in Alonshvut, where I live, there are many yeshiva boys who somehow leave the yeshiva in, earlier than the regular Maravin Yeshiva, fellows who have to go to Yerushalayim or have to go home or wherever they have to go, Matzai Shabbos. Let's remember, there are some older boys in Yeshiva, they have things to take care of, Matzai Shabbos. So they go to the regular shul for Mariv, and after the shul, they're ready to go on a bus and go to Yerushalayim or go to wherever they want to go. So they have to go looking for a place to make Havdalah. So it makes sense that the shul should make Havdalah. And there are always people who are Yotzei with Havdalah and shul. It seems to be not an issue at all. The only question would be, if we were indeed sure there were, there were no guests, no people who were Yotzei, so would we make Havdalah in shul anyway? There is a long discussion of this particular custom, making Havdalah and Shul, in a sefer called Sharashei Minag Ashkenaz. Arav Binyamin Shlomo Hamburger, obviously from the family of the Bambergers, a well-known German rabbinic family, wrote a number of volumes to explain the customs of the Ashkenazim to explain German Minhagim. And he has a whole discussion, uh, citing all Rishonim, many Rishonim, until the late generations, from the beginning of Rishonim till the later generations, about this custom. The one thing that I wanted to mention, that he quotes, is the tshuva of Rabbi Yaakov HaChassid. Now, Rabbi Yaakov HaChassid is the author of the famous sefer called She'elos Uchivas Menashemayim. This is a long story about this person who asked questions, halachas, and dreams. And the answers were given in Hashemayim. Uh, obviously, when the answers are given from Shemayim, we would have to discuss how do we relate to such a sefer, to such psakim, that were given somehow in dreams, in by Nevuah, by some sort of Ruach HaKodesh, when we have a principle, Lava Shemayim Rav Ruven Magolios, as well as many others, have written monographs 
about this particular sefer. In fact, Ruven Magali has published an edition of Shelotu Shivat Menashamayim with his introduction to discuss the um, validity of the entire concept of Chivas Menashamayim. Again, that's not our topic today, but the question that was asked is assuming there are places that have no guests. We saw there are some shuls that did not make Havdalah and shul. Kiddush, again, is one issue. I'm talking about Havdalah. So, should we stop making Kiddush? Or should we make Kiddush and Havdalah even, I guess, assuming perhaps that there are no guests? And he answered a number of answers. One, there's a mitzvah of making Kiddush and Havdalah and shul because Barava Madras Melech. Now, you would have to explain, it's very nice, Barava Madras Melech, but don't you have to be Yotze? His second point is, we light Hanukkah candles in Shul, even though everybody goes home to light, nobody's really Yotze with Neros of Havdalah. So, we can make Havdalah, we, even though it's Yotze, Neros Hanukkah. So, we can do the same with Havdalah. Again, we would have to discuss, is there a big difference? In one of our previous year, and we did give a whole discussion about the custom of lighting in public places, in shul specifically, making a bracha, and why do we do it, etc. But, by you it seems to be a din of Pirsumenisa, and maybe Pirsumenisa and a shul, the Tzibur, we discussed this once before. Would that be obviously the same for Havdalah? Again, I'm not going to go into the whole discussion. Suffice it to say that that's what's quoted in the Sefer Shuk Menashamayim. Another reason that he gives is that there are people who don't know to make Kiddush Navdala. So when they hear in Shul, they pay attention and they learn and then they go to make Havdala at home. It seems that this answer explains that there's an impetus to make Havdala at home, and the Havdalah in Shul is almost important, not because anybody's Yotze, but it causes people to be Yotze by going home. Now, all these answers refer to the basic issue. Are you allowed to make Havdalah when nobody's Yotze? And he gave three answers why you're allowed to make Havdalah in Shul, why it's proper to make Havdalah in Shul, even though it seems that no one is Yotze. One reason was because Rova Madras Melech. Another was because it's like Neres Hanukkah. And three, there are people who don't know how to do it, it teaches them. All these answers do seem to be problematic halachically. But it seems that there are many people who had the custom of making Havdalah and Shul, even though they were, they knew that no one was Yotze, like people make Shul, make Kiddush on Friday night. In shul.